It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens! With a defective character, three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. James here. The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, on Thanksgiving, we'll be sharing about gratitude in this episode 11 of the Defective Characters Podcast. Let's go! Woohoo! Gobble, gobble. Guys, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy, Way to go. Happy Thanksgiving. Awesome. Can you pass the day. stuffing, James? Yeah, can I get some first, Mike? Uh, okay. All right. Go for it. Well, don't this spill is... anything today, James. My keyboard is still sticky from and, me last night. And you, so sorry. You know, it's a perfect Thanksgiving when already you can feel the resentments building oh, yeah. as it goes. That's like what, that's, that's, that's what family's That's for, healthy. Right? So, yeah, I'm already making my list of amends that I may or may not do later. You know, let's let's see how this thing but at goes. At least we have gravy today. Did yeah. anyone even bring dessert? There's pie in the kitchen. Oh, that's oh nice. That's that's nice. Humble pie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we talked about this last week. Last week's topic uh, was staying sober uh, around the holidays, Thanksgiving, which is today, Christmas coming up, and uh, I, I figured gratitude would probably be good. Um, in meetings, I always say, uh, Mike, grateful alcoholic, and that's because my first sponsor kind of taught me how important gratitude is. Even if you don't have it, you strive for it, and you watch um, watch what happens. So, I did. you guys good with that topic today? I like oh, absolutely. it. Absolutely. Okay. I'm grateful you came up with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Maybe my higher power did, you know? I think that's how this works. Well, it um, is Thanksgiving. Yeah. So let's start with you, Dennis, and, and go around the room. Okay. How do you appreciate? Like, how is, how is that done? How do I appreciate? Yeah, how um, do you appreciate? I don't know. But uh, I'll say, like, you know, before I came into a fellowship and, like, when I was out there and everything, like, it was hard for me to, you know, see the light in the darkness kind of thing, you know? Like, I, I focused more on, like, the negativity like what's wrong with the world what's wrong with my life what do i don't have and stuff like that so one thing i had to do is i had to do is i had to like program my program my mind i'm saying i i wasn't saying i i wasn't that period grateful for anything or even to appreciate what i had or the life that i have so i had to like start doing little things like you know point out it's like you know what i have uh uh mashed potatoes and gravy right here so i'm i'm grateful that i have that and i've got to tell myself that one thing is i have a friend who's my gratitude buddy and so like every tuesday or whenever we like get together and we list off five things that we're grateful for and whether we're in a bad mood or or whatever we do that it's a commitment that we have so like you know well when it's good and stuff we're like oh we're thankful for we have this and you know, I'm grateful for the opportunities I have and whatever. And then when it's bad, you know, sometimes you got to force yourself. But it can be something as simple 
of recognizing that I'm grateful that I woke up today. I'm grateful that the sun's shining today. I'm grateful that it's raining today because then the trees get water. And I think the more you do that, you kind of reprogram your mind, or at least I do, to where that becomes more of the default of being recognizing everyday stuff or the life that we have and being grateful for that. Before you came in the program, was it was it the exact opposite? And what were you well, doing to... I know, I mean, based on your story in episode two that you talk about not not wanting to leave your house and isolating and everything yeah. else, you know, it's it's hard to appreciate anything, I guess, in that state. Yeah, it was dark. It was it's kind of like, you know, a night sky without being able to see any of the stars. You know what I'm saying? Like in a complete happiness or hopelessness or whatever is like. I don't know if granted or took life for granted or ever, but there was no good. Like, I couldn't even laugh anymore, you know, watching, like, I love cartoons and animated movies and stuff, movies and, stuff. and like, I love, like, stuff like that, like that. I couldn't even laugh, I couldn't even laugh, couldn't, like, so gratitude. Yeah, you James, know. what about you? Well, I just got to say these deviled eggs are amazing. Yeah. You like that? Man. My grandmother taught me that recipe. I just, She's I, dead now. But I don't I, like I'm grateful I, that, that she, uh, you know, it's you it's know, funny. The, fa- the family can teach you things as long as you make yourself teachable. So, yeah, have a couple more. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you so much. I don't want to fill up because of the turkey. But um, what was the question, Mike? Uh, how do you appreciate? Appreciate. Like, like, how do you appreciate what you have? Well, uh, it starts with um, a grateful heart. And that starts every morning for me uh, waking up and saying a prayer right when I wake up so every day starts off with me waking up and praying and my prayers these days consist of thanking my higher power for the things that I get to experience Um, I thank him for waking me up uh, a house to live in a wife to love children food all sorts of stuff um, and it also, it helps me to be thankful and appreciative of the things I have throughout the day. Um, a lot of days I don't feel like going to work, but I can go right to, well, thank you for letting me have a job so I can make money. Right. Um, so I appreciate by praying is the best way to uh, sum up how I appreciate. So it would be like the tool that you use mm-hmm. most? Correct. And it wasn't always the case. Um, before I walked into the rooms, you know, it was always poor me. Um, I, I never had enough. And when I got that new toy or I got that um, new item or got the beer that I wanted, it was never enough. So I was always chasing something that was a little out of reach. And I've gotten a little better. Um, better. Um, definitely uh, my whole changed. Um, you know, I appreciate stepped in, stepped into my and gave me a spiritual awakening, if you will, in in order for me to change. Because you know, on my own, I was not doing it, and on my own, I was going going nowhere fast, nowhere fast. going downhill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, if you haven't gone me to your listening. Like these are all all tools, and uh, we call them, I guess, suggestions too. Um, that get said in a lot of meetings, 
And I know for a fact I would have no idea how to do any of this. Without taking those suggestions, um, a lot of the, I did a 90 and 90 when I first uh, started going to meetings, 90 meetings in 90 days. Isn't it funny that you, it seems kind of daunting, like, wait, I have to do this, I have to do this every single day? Right? Yeah. So why don't you actually want you actually want to you know you know appreciate you have in life every have in life every day? You know, when I got where I sober it was a little different from you guys because there's no snowstorms in in Florida, but whenever there's a snowstorm and it was tough to get to a meeting, it's funny how many alcoholics were you know you could tell where somebody's program was based on if they let the snow prevent them from going to a meeting. Because sure as anything, I would not let snow get in the way of me going to get my my drink. You know, like I would be like, if my car doesn't start, I'll walk there. I'll do it. Uh, so I always use that as making sure that was the tool that more than anything else, uh, finding a way to connect with another alcoholic. Yeah, that, that reminds me of a, the saying that we hear sometimes, you know, you only have to go to meetings so as long as you, until you don't, or you only have to go to meetings until you want to go to meetings, then you never have to go to a meeting again. Right. And that's kind of the same thing with gratitude or anything else that you do. You, you do it and you force yourself to do it, but then eventually it just becomes second nature. You know, sure. then you no longer have to force yourself or anything. You just, it's just a part of your way you live. Yeah. Yeah. I, and like this for us. Uh, and I know we talked about it probably in episode one of uh, why this this podcast or this show actually started is because um, it, it feels like a meeting after a meeting, uh, just kind of bringing up topics that um, I guess we learned about in meetings, like different things and gratitude uh, in our home group since it's a, you know an open discussion meeting where. Anybody says, is there uh, any topics that you want to toss out? Gratitude's one that, how often do you think, guys, in a month gets tossed out? Three times. Three times a yeah, month? several times a month. It's it's a, on regular rotation almost, and especially definitely around holidays and, like, events. Even, like, if the topic's not gratitude, it seems to, like, always come up because it kind of it, gratitude kind of is key. To a lot of things, it's, you know, it's easy to talk about, and it's wonderful. And sometimes you can see the the people who are still working their program mm -hmm. squirming in their seats because they they don't think they have stuff to be grateful for. However, they're in the room and they're not drinking. So, so, how long did it take for you guys to not roll your eyes when you were new in the program when gratitude came up? Ooh, I don't think I was ever grateful when I was in and out of the program for years. But this last time when I came into the program, I was just, I had just gotten over uh, a blood clot. So I was, you know, on the verge of death. So mm. right away when I came into the rooms, I was a month sober. I, I, my lung was slowly dying and I was able to go to the hospital, get meds, get into the rooms. And I mean, my heart was in a thankful place just from that regards you know i was just ready and i i couldn't and and since then it's just been a, a process of being 
grateful for the little things, you know, and being in a good mood every day, even when you you don't want to be, and all the stuff is stacked up against you. You can choose in every moment how you respond to different things, and it starts with a grateful heart. You know, you're. It's so easy to be grateful, and it's it's such it's a new way to think about life, and I don't know. It's, it's definitely different than how it used to be. Did it make sense to you, Dennis? Like when you first came in? How long um, did it take? Uh, I don't know. I think like when I first came in because of like where I was coming from and how bad off I was or whatever, like getting that first spark of like hope, like maybe there's something here that it can help me deal with whatever I'm going through. So I was grateful for that. I, I still don't know if I was grateful for everything in my life obviously it's not something that happened overnight and like james just you just mentioned that like gratitude is easy and stuff for me it wasn't necessarily easy at the beginning you know i had to like purposely look for things Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like and it had to start with the simplest of things like i kind of mentioned like i'm grateful that i was able to have coffee this morning i was grateful to have that and then it it slowly became easier or whatever but i you know, I think, like, I'm grateful for a lot more now than probably anything ever in my whole life, even before mm. I, things got bad or whatever. And, you know, I think you mentioned, Mike, you mentioned that, like, gratitude comes up a lot. And, uh, you know, it is interesting. Like, I think James touched on it a little bit, too, where you'll go and be in a meeting. And when a topic of gratitude comes up, you see, like, some people squirm and, like, you know, like, oh, not gratitude again and stuff. And you can kind of gauge where people What's there are. What's to be grateful for? Yeah, exactly. Like, and where they are in their sobriety. And over time, you'll see those same people squirming and stuff. Like, all of a sudden start standing on the mountaintop, declaring, like, how grateful they are to the group, to their higher power, mm-hmm. to their... Because, you know, I think it takes time. When you're in the midst of, of like, a pig poop hole or something you know what i'm saying you're not going to be grateful for the water because you're you haven't cleaned off yet you're still covered. did you say a pig poop hole? i can't believe I you brought up a pig poop hole again <laughs> poop hole. we should really close yeah. that up before the meetings yeah. so that way it doesn't trickle into the podcast um you know nobody wants a, a pig poop trickle uh it's it's not a good thing tried it before yeah <laughs> dennis um before we move on from the tools of the program uh, that help us with gratitude, um, something that was helpful for me, because I don't know about you guys, but my mind would always be stirring like at night, uh, early in sobriety when I was, because it's, it is a complete mind change that, you know, my mind was so focused on the drink and really me. And to be grateful, yeah, I guess you are thinking about your yourself when you're, you know, um, thinking about how you're grateful, but that's the, the time at night when my head would hit the pillow, I would have a tough time falling asleep. So I would make a gratitude list and I would do the gratitude alphabet and Mm -hmm. it sounds so stupid, but I would start with a, and what begins with a, then I'm grateful for. And my wife's name's Ashley made it really easy to start that out. And then going through the alphabet until I hit Z and I would do it again and I would have sponsees go uh, and this was after I went through the steps they're like what, what are you thankful for for Z 
And I'm like, you ever have zebra cakes? Those are freaking right. awesome. Uh, and they're like, oh, you're, it's, it, that's not, that doesn't make sense. And it's like, you've never had a freaking a zebra, zebra cake. Bit, right? um, because everything in life. This podcast is not sponsored by Little Debbie. But it could be. That's <laughs> 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 it out there. We do appreciate, um, really, like you listening, but uh, most importantly, the gratitude that we have in our life. I know for a fact it can go away in a minute if I if I choose not to actually uh, focus on it yeah. and be grateful. Well, I think I think like gratitude. If you look at it in positive, if you look at it in like positive and negatives and stuff, you know, like for a lot of my life, my default was to look at the negatives of things. And doing things like that like helps you to look at the positive things. So if you wake up every morning, like James said, in prayer and stuff, and you start your day off thinking about even if it's something as small as uh, zebra cakes or something you're you're starting off on the right foot your your mindset's going to be more in a positive thing so everything that comes at you in life or everything that you experience in life that day you're going to look at it from more of a positive mindset a positive perspective where most of our lives it was all that negative dark mm-hmm. perspective gloom and doom gloom and doom when I said it was easy that's cuz it it's it's in the morning when you wake up and you open your eyes for me that I just go right to God, and I've done that for two years, and it's yeah. been so helpful to me. And it's the easiest thing to do. I don't even get out of bed. But you've made it through the steps. I have made and, it through the and, steps, and, and that I think is where true gratitude hits. Because step twelve is essentially this show of carrying the message, and, and just uh, you know that's one aspect of service work yeah. um, that I think makes makes you appreciate what you have not to cut you off but no, no, yeah, it's yeah, only yeah. easy because you did the work you know things yeah. things yeah, become easy in life if you yeah. do the work you have nothing to complain about yeah. because you've actually gone through it yeah um well it's it's like you know riding a bike all of us would say going out and riding a bike is easy but when you were five years old getting on that bike you fell off a couple of times and scraped up your knees and stuff it wasn't easy then good point. but we've been doing it for so long it becomes easier right uh, how, yeah. How, how about yeah. this? Let's start with Dennis. What abilities do you have that you're grateful for? So, abilities. Abilities. Abi- yeah, abilities. Um, I think. Oh, I don't know. I don't think about that that much. Okay. Um, well, that's why we brought it up. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I don't know. I think, uh, like my patience. I think I'm a relatively patient guy, and so that like takes stress out of my life and stuff. You know, I'm able to like kind of go with the flow a little bit and I, I do value that because you know I don't have to like react to everything or like be stressed out about everything if I'm patient and let things unfold how they're going to unfold it just makes life a lot smoother um, I think you know as far as like typical capabilities like I, I'm, I'm grateful that I have a creativity side to me mm-hmm because I find a lot of enjoyment in that and a lot of peace in, in that, you know, and being able to exercise that. Um, I'm a grateful for my ability to laugh. Like I said, that was absent for a while. You do have a good laugh. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. Mm. But do it, do it. Yeah, do that. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, man. <laughs> That's how I laugh. Honestly. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> See? No, but but uh, that's the real laugh, by the way. When it, you always get a real laugh whenever you try to have a fake laugh with right. friends, and, and then you, they laugh at you, and then the real one comes out. It is a pretty solid laugh, yeah. Uh, yeah we're, we're grateful for that. Um, that's funny. Uh, any, anything else? I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, there. no. I don't like to think about myself that much. So yeah. You can go That's on good. to James. James? Uh, well, invisibility. Um, yeah. You're still really working on that because I'm seeing you right now. I, yeah. I would say, you know, just go back um, to it. What was the How question, did you guys Mike? like the yams, by the way? No, I, I keep cutting you guys off, but are they good? Well, oh, I mean, something oh, else? It could have yes, used I, some... Um, Marshmallows, but I'm so grateful that you. That's true. Put, yeah. put a pinch of salt. In. Like you, you are in the South now. You need to have a layer of marshmallows. Is South on the Florida top. really the South? I mean, it, I, it starts with South. Right? I think so. I mean, we <laughs> are below. Touche. Yeah. So, so what's the question? Uh, so Mike? sorry. So sorry. <laughs> Before I got into the the yam talk, uh, so the the abilities you're grateful for. So oh. they, they can be, um, yes. you know, things within the program, but also like you as a person. Like Dennis loves his laugh, I, um, which is good. I don't really like talking about myself much, but since it's brought up, liar. I, <laughs> this is an honest program. Yeah. I, I um, God blessed me with an, uh, an artistic ability. Um, I can uh, draw, paint. Um, doodle very well and uh, above st- average you can build stuff in minecraft too I, I can build stuff in minecraft this is true um, my kids are quite impressed with my new house abilities um i i tend to be a, a good listener when i'm not waiting for my turn to speak um i'm very um good with um people just having um an empathetic heart yeah um, uh, i've been you know, my dad taught me very young um, not to do things half-ass. So when I do a project, I do it to my best ability and I finish it. Um, so those are some of my good qualities. I'm, I think I'm a wonderful father and a wonderful friend. I, Absolutely. I do. Um, I have integrity, so I, I do what I say I'm going to do. Can I can I chime in and mention something you didn't mention? Because well, like. Like, James has this uncanny ability to just be in a good mood at all times. It doesn't matter what's happening, what's going on, what kind of drama or waiting in line or a car accident or anything. James can crack a joke and just lighten up the whole mood. And it's, it's a moment, I believe it's more powerful than that invisibility trait he's still working on. Has, has that always been there? Not the invisibility trait. The uh, oh yeah, I've um, being in a good mood. I've always been a happy person, you know, with some few a few dark years fueled by drugs and alcohol, and um, it was always I've always had a feeling of uh, less than inferiority, mm-hmm. and then um, through this program and by doing the steps, I was able to take my infectious good mood and put it on steroids, and um, not to condone drugs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, That's good. It's good to put that out there, though. There's, Don't um, let them know. <laughs> with, 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 with a good attitude and a grateful heart and the tools of the program, you know, life is just grand. It's such a, it's such a good life. And I don't want for anything because everything is given to me in every moment of every day. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. And you guys stole all mine. 
but there's a couple there's a couple left over which is um uh, i guess being teachable i'm grateful that yeah. uh the program of uh alcoholics anonymous which uh is often said it is a i'm probably gonna screw this up is a a program it's a simple program for complicated people something like that like we you can be too smart for the program in that if you don't realize that if you actually follow these steps in the order that they are, you can have a great life. And uh, if you just do it to the best of your ability, it's amazing what you can get out of it. And I'm, I'm grateful for that because uh, my first uh, sponsor, he shared probably about like two months into working with me. He's, uh, it was a gratitude meeting and he said, I'm grateful that I have a sponsee that actually is uh, – just he's on fire he's just he's just doing the work and i'm like well like that's what i that's what i need i need somebody to be like okay i need you to make a list of how life's unmanageable and we'll go over it and then i would call him up and i'd be like all right i got it and he's like well no like you know actually like dive into it a little bit more but i was i was there because i didn't want to lose everything in my life and i knew that i would lose my job uh, because my wife's father was my employer at the time. So I would lose my job. I would lose my wife. I would, at the age of 29, already have been uh, divorced. And I knew at that point, already having one DUI, several, several days of just... I mean, I it was like the months leading up to me stopping to drink. I... Uh, actually got into a fender bender car accident and the cop showed up and I honestly I was so drunk that I wasn't even scared about anything and I was right next to the cop talking to him and he didn't smell the alcohol in my breath and I could have got my second DUI very easily there and then he's like all right go on your way and I say fender bender but it's like I essentially T-boned a car, and I just wasn't going fast enough. I was going like 10 miles an hour. So I hit, but, you know, T-bone. I went right into the driver's side door. And it's, but to me, I'm like, you know what? It's really nothing. And it totally is. Or I popped my tire and I hit the curb, and it very easily could have been a child because I would just always drive drunk. And I'm, I'm grateful that what brought me into the rooms um, didn't take anybody else out because that was just how I was living my life. And if I wasn't teachable with anything in life, and let alone the steps, I'd be in real trouble. Yeah, I like what I, you said about being teachable. And I like, <clears throat> which brings me to uh, something uh, one of our friends, Mike M., told us that when um, someone's being annoying or if they're trying your patience, just think of them as a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, well our uh James, our sponsor, since you and I have the same sponsor, I this was probably six months into working with him, so um about three years ago, he said to me as I was walking into Magic Kingdom and I was in a real terrible mood, he said, Hey, as there all these strangers are like walking past you. Just look at each person. You don't have to tell them to their face because they'll think you're a weirdo. But just <laughs> Tell, in your head, tell them that you love that person and what they're, and maybe compliment if they're wearing a shirt or a hat and something is looking good. 
you know, he said, just a guy, not a girl, because then your wife will be like, are you trying to pick up that girl, telling her she has a nice shirt, but pay them a compliment? And uh, it did change my perspective immediately, mm-hmm. you know, just doing that. That's that's funny you mentioned that, because that's what I do every night. As you know, um, I work uh, at night, late nights, uh, bartending, and I, I love people. And that is such a good icebreaker. Like, because everyone's here in Orlando, they're wearing like cool Star Wars merch and like all this fun stuff. Got Guardians of the Galaxy. But uh, it's so easy to just compliment like what they're wearing. And then whenever they're wearing their Disney magic bands, I'm like, oh, you were just at Disney. You know, it's it's so fun to like get into their to their their personal space and just let them know that you're here and you care about them. Mm. Um, how about this question for you guys? The experiences that you've had in your life, pick one that you're grateful for that you've had since getting sober. Oh, wow. So an experience... Like just one? That you appreciate. Yeah, just pick one that I'll, comes to mind. I'll ring off a, a couple real quick. I'm grateful for this podcast, you know, and, and the ability to do this with you guys is, is great. Um, but, you know, I've done a lot of things uh, in sobriety that I haven't done before. I think the biggest impact was probably, you know, I think we touched on it in other episodes where, uh, you know, I went to Thailand with my sponsor, you know, and I was kind of peer pressured to do it and kind of tricked into doing it. But I think the ability to do something that I thought I would never be able to do because of my anxiety and everything else um, you know, my sponsor and a friend in a program or whatever, willing to like go across the world with me and show me that I can do things in spite of my fear and in spite of my, and stuff like that. So I think like, I'll be forever grateful for that. You know, the impact that that had on me and my, my spirituality and my anxiety and stuff like that is, is like unmeasurable, you know? What island did you go to? Uh, we went. We actually went to Tanze Beach in Riley Beach, um, but I know James, you want me to say PP Island because we did <laughs> on Christmas Day. We did go to PP Island. I actually have a, a story about that. We were going on Christmas Day around PP Island. We went on a boat tour around. Is, it, so uh, like, is that really what it's called? It's it's yeah. It's P H I P H I. But, but is it pronounced, pronounced like pronounced that? Pronounced PP. Yeah. But uh, but this story we went, we were around Chris, Christmas going on this boat tour and we saw like all these islands and stuff we saw where the movie The Beach was made and stuff with Leonardo DiCaprio with Leonardo DiCaprio and and we went scuba diving and and me I don't swim I don't do anything you know my fears kept me from doing everything and so everyone's like swimming with sharks and stuff and then one day like or one of the stops my my friend was like come on let's just go so i jump in the water to go scuba diving and like swim away from the boat and then i almost i almost drowned like on christmas day on the other side of the world like how close like i don't to me it felt like i was in the middle of drowning so how objectively outside did you, did you go under the water no i didn't it was more i got really tired and okay. then I, I started freaking out because i didn't think i could sure. make it back to the did boat. you hear the but, mario um, music start speeding up from super mario no Brothers? i don't know what well, i all i heard is oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god <laughs> well but since then, you were but, but my my like my friend Jarrett was right next to me he grabbed me uh my sponsor mike who was there too he grabbed me and pushed me to the boat and stuff 
And uh, so it was like a terrifying experience. But like one thing that surprised me about like this particular incident is that like, you know, I got up to the boat, I laid down for a while, like a few minutes or whatever, and then got better and then was able to enjoy the rest of the Hmm. day, you know, and to me, that was like a Christmas miracle, you know. Christmas. And yeah, it was around Christmas time. It was on Christmas yeah. Day. Wow. Well, since on the you other were, side of the world. Since you were scuba diving, didn't you have like air? No, no, we were snorkeling, not oh, scuba snorkeling. Sorry mm. about that. Yeah. It, it's pretty much the same thing for somebody that doesn't know what either is. Yeah. You know, it's one one you go under the water a lot and one you go under a little. Yeah. To know? me, I think it was a lot of uh, sensory like overload where like I was on the other side of the world, right? And doing all that, not having panic attacks, which is unbelievable. But I'd never been snorkeling or seen like tropical fish or anything like that. So I would like put my head under the water with the goggles on and see like just some of the most beautiful things that you only see on like National Geographic mm. or something. And that was like, holy, holy pig poop hole. What is no, this? No, not again. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... I can't believe that's what your mind goes to when you see tropical <laughs> fish. <laughs> It is pretty good, uh, James. You, all, Dennis, can you put the pie in the the uh, oven to get it going? Just while James oh, absolutely, is sharing, yeah. Okay. Yeah. When she, the turkey was that four hours or six hours? I, I don't know. We're gonna have to look. Well, at least we won't be getting wasted. We'll be getting basted. Oh no no no! Is that, you know what's funny is it took so long. It took thirty two minutes to get into the turkey ponds. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know, we should should have peppered these in earlier. But any more that you have, we uh, we embrace. So Wait, I, I got one. I got one. What what did the pumpkin say after Halloween? Good pie, everyone. <laughs> It's pretty good. I stole it from a church. So. Oh, well, that's good. It's good. Yeah. You, you might have to say a couple of our fathers. <laughs> uh, All right. What's the question? Uh, uh, so the experience, what one experience you you grateful for? Oh, that would be just being a father. Hands down. That is the, one of the best experiences. Unconditional love and happiness. And every time I'm with my two sons, I am just filled with joy, overflowing with joy. So what, what's the big change um, in the last several years in sobriety in the program that you felt? Like what was missing in that relationship beforehand for you? Um, I wasn't there all the time. There would be um, Sundays where I would just be hungover and sleeping all day, empty promises. Uh, you know, I'd let them know that, sure, we're going to go to the park, we're going to do something fun, and then there's just jumping on my back like wake up dad wake up he's like dad can't go you know just i'm sure there was lots of disappointments you know the love has never changed either way but um you know now i can like i said before be integral with my word and do what i say i'm going to do and and be there for them emotionally uh, lovingly all sorts of just just joyous occasions with my kids yeah I like that. The pie's in there. Dennis? Yeah, yeah. It's good. Okay. Do we have whipped cream for it? For the pumpkin know. pie? I think that was me. You can't use whipped cream. You have to use Cool I... Whip. Oh, whipped cream's so much better than Cool Whip. No right. nitrous for you, buddy. All right, guys. It's not just about the dessert. It's about the, just hanging out. That's true. Hanging out together. Um, if I can share an experience that I had... Um, I was 15 months into sobriety, 
and uh, I found out there was going to be a pretty big change uh, at my work, and it was something at that point that I had a career, uh, which is, it was in broadcasting, it was in radio, I was working at a radio station um, that I created pretty much from the ground up and had been working in the fields for 13 years, and the guys in my fellowship, so like you guys, except this is Burlington, Vermont, um, they knew that this change of me no longer uh, being on a morning show and kind of stepping into a role that was not as, um, I guess, something that I didn't want to do. And I was doing the show just by myself, and I was really sad that this change was happening. I was grateful that I was sober for it, but it was uh it was it was a big change and i was going to a lot of meetings and everything else and sharing with them in the fellowship and at 5 a.m when i went actually it was a little before five it was about 4 30 because it started at five i pulled into the parking lot of my work and they were all there they piled out of a car and surprised me and said they wanted to be there for my final show in support of me that's amazing um and I mean, you guys are good friends, but I don't know if you'd wake up at four thirty in the morning. Mm, um, <laughs> and yeah. so um, I did have control, and I put them on, and we actually co-hosted my final show, my final morning show, um, and would drop in little slogans here and there. Uh, you know, wouldn't uh, break the anonymity of uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, but really had a great time. And it's something that I still have. I still have the over two hours of audio of us just goofing off um, and having a, having a really fun time. And I know that none of my friends, like all of my friends outside of AA, knew that this was going to be a lot for me, but none of them showed up. And instead, the five friends that I had only known for the last 14, 15 months they were actually there, um, and I'm, I'm grateful for that. And there's a lot of moments that we can be grateful for, but that's something that really stands out um, and makes me appreciative of uh, the fellowship of AA. Um, so I guess in closing with gratitude, um, the thing that you're most grateful for today, anything else you want to touch on, Dennis, today on Thanksgiving? What I'm most grateful yeah. for? I mean, outside outside of the food and everything else, but is there is there any other aspect that you wanna wanna thank? James, go first. Well, I just I did want to interrupt, but the police are here. What? Mm-hmm. They're looking for the turkey. He suspected a foul play. Oh no! You really you really had me worried there for a minute. I'm like, I'm, I I'm I, grateful for James's pun. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, uh, that's all I got. That's, that's, that's it. That's, that's all to be grateful for. Um, well, thank, thank you guys. So we're going to, uh, finish our, uh, I guess, Thanksgiving meal. Actually, it was kind of just appetizers, I guess, that we really dove into. Uh, but when the pie's done, that's going to be great. I, I did start on the mashed potatoes, though. Okay. They were good. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to drink cool. some eggnog to go with my deviled eggs. Uh, <laughs> I would. I love eggnog. 
Exactly. I love it. It's yeah. like drinking coffee creamer. It's yeah. so good. But I'll drink, <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink coffee creamer. Too. There, yeah, there's got to be a reason people don't actually just go house on coffee creamer, you know? <laughs> I don't think they had that. Yeah. Good old coffee well, creamer anonymous. Five minutes of coffee creamer, 30 minutes in the bathroom. Yeah. The trade off. It's quite a lot. So, well, happy, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, and and Happy you, turkey day. you listening, we, we appreciate it. Uh, you know, we're on every single platform. So however you found us, thank you so much. Um, and again, this really is uh, your show. So any participation that you'd like, uh, definitely just leave us a note. There's many ways to, uh, to contact and kind of leave a review to let us know. If there's any topics you'd want us to hit, we'd love to do that too. Um, and give us give us a rating if you think we're only two out of five. Tell us we're two out of five so we can get better. Yeah, you know we can bring it up to a solid three, but you got to let us know. Yeah, you know that's what I would say. Uh, we will we will be back next Thursday, sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode twelve. We're the defective characters, entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, a grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. We'll see you next time. Woo! Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye.